Yeah, Ports is very special. For me, they just, they work. Yeah. They really set the tone. Like with me, one of my favorite spots in D.C. to chill out <clears throat> is Shelly's. You know, right. to go in and smoke a cigar and having a port <laughs> there is something that I like to do. Boy, yeah. yo, you better get ready to get your clothes cleaned when you leave there, boy, because you're, hey, you're hey, going to hey, come out smelling like hey, a, look, a, look, a look, humidor. Look, hey, look, I know I am. I don't <laughs> mind. Look, yeah. look, I know I'm going to look. I'm going to smell like I'm going to smell like a Maduro cigar mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. I leave. I, I, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that. That, yeah. that. that is true. However, I love that smell. All right, well, listen, welcome, welcome to the Vino and Convo podcast with Fletch and Couch. My name's Howard Fletcher, and I'm here in the pit with my partner, Aaron Couch. What happening, everybody? What's happening? And we are here to talk about episode nine of The Wire. We're talking about all 60 episodes of The Wire on this podcast. And we've gotten up to episode nine. And it's getting good. It's and getting it, real good. It's getting very good. Oh, yeah. The title of this episode is called Game Day. Mm-hmm. And real quick, what's your first impression of this uh, episode? <clears throat> first of all, I, 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 the way it opens in a nice spot, you got, you got Stringer. And you got Avon sitting up like they in the owner's box in this gym. Right. But 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 we'll but, get there. But I just want to know your first impressions of the whole of the whole episode. The whole it, it it was it was taking it to the next step. Okay. That's what I would say. It was okay. taking it to the next step. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna jump up in that box in a second. At first, all right, all right, I just right. have a couple of things I want to go over. One is at the beginning of every episode, there is a quote from one of the characters. This quote is from Herc. <laughs> you know, it, it just shows you how complex this episode is when we lead off with a quote from Herc. Yeah, Herc, who's not the sharpest pencil in the drawer. His, At all. His, his quote is, maybe we won. <laughs> <clears throat> and we'll get to that later. Today's wine... Let me take a sip of this wine. Clear yeah, my throat. yeah, yeah, yeah. I say have a sip, my yeah. man. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Today's wine comes from my place, Black Ankle. Black Ankle! Yeah. All right. Uh, look, In I love this spot. Mount Airy, Maryland. Winemaker Ed Boyce and Sarah O'Haran. Today we are doing a dessert wine, mm. and it is a port-style dessert wine called Terra Dolce. Mm. And... Uh, I think Aaron likes this one. I like it a lot. <clears throat> I like it a lot. <laughs> and we will talk about it later. Okay. But let's jump into this episode. Yes. And the first part of this is the cold open right before the credits roll. And Aaron, where do we find Avon and Stringer? We, we find them in the owner's box in their gym, I guess, because they, and we come to find out as they're talking, they're trying to, they're trying to basically get somebody who can help them beat their arch time rivals in this, I guess this is yearly basketball game for bragging rights. Yeah. And, 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 um, and, and I'm tripping off of this because they're watching this kid play and all that. And it's some cat from junior college, but yet they're also talking money 
as well, paying this cat to be a ringer for them in this damn game. Yeah. Which I'm tripping off of. I'm like, okay. But I understand why. Because it's about bragging rights in the neighborhood, keeping people on your side. So huh. this this is this starts off in a way that has me very interested in how this episode is gonna go. You got edge right there. Where you going? I don't know. Uh, Terps, Hoyas, Missouri, Kansas, they all want this cat. Okay, so we in the mix too now, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Low proposition Joe's mind, he ain't got nobody born like this. He better not have one motherfucker born like this. I'm sick and tired of losing these east side bitches every year. Been three years running now, man. It's fucking with my morale, for real. All right, so they're they're uh, looking at this guy because apparently there's a basketball game that the east side and the west side have against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two drug lords, and they have teams they sponsor, and every year they have a bragging rights game. Yep. And this year, uh, apparently the West Side's lost three years in a row. Three years in a row, yeah. They they, they need to take it up a lot. Yeah, and yeah. so Avon wants to put an end to that, so they want to recruit this guy for the team. They talk to the coach of the team, and uh, they arrange from the sounds of the negotiations to somehow get $10,000 to this kid mm-hmm. plus $5,000 for the program and $5,000 for the agent <laughs> and $5,000 for the and, 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 and it was funny when they, when they were talking is Avon was like I, I think Avon already expected that Right. Because he didn't even, he didn't even flinch. He just no, laughed. He didn't laugh. He, he laughed. Free he was nothing like, free. He was like, yeah, man, we know. We, 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 they already knew that they were going to give. A, a, they knew they were paying 10000 They knew basically they are going to have to kick out another ten. Right. Which which was kind of cool and kind of like, yeah, we all know this is going to happen. Right. Or the part of the conversation that's most important as far as the whole plot is concerned is that Stringer again says to Avon that he wants to hold off on going after Omar. And... Just waiting until he starts slipping and then go get him. And, and, and you know what? And, and he, yeah, they bring that up again, right. and which what I thought was really dope is because then Avon, he, he's listening to Stringer on this. He listens him all the way out. Yeah. And then he hits him with the question that I'm saying, saying to myself as well. Avon says, what are people going to say while we are waiting? You're right. Which, which shows that Avon is like, okay, I understand what your plan is. Now, in order for us to do that, how do we rectify this aspect of it? Right. And that shows how, once again, how Avon, like I said, String is a smart cat, but Avon is smarter. Well, Avon understands, and I think that's where, we're, where Stringer kind of starts going astray. It, Stringer starts trying to apply business sense to this game instead of looking at the whole board. Yeah, yeah, you got the business sense, but where's your gangster sense? Right, right. And where's Ava, your gangster sense? Avon brother? is saying there is this is different than just running a business. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't just we don't have time to sit there and wait for this guy to slip up because mm-hmm. meanwhile we're gonna be inviting all kinds of people to try to try to try me. Mm-hmm. And Avon, if you've noticed, Avon has been getting tried lately. Yeah, Orlando tried him. D'Angelo tried him. Yeah. And a lot of people just kind of like made some decisions without Yo, 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 them. yo. I know, um, before we go back to that, yeah. it's Otto Porter Jr. That's what I was thinking about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. another dude. You know. It's, like, it's like, dude, if you just applied yourself mm. consistently, you would still be at the. Mm. Look, look, Otto Porter Jr., 
Kelly Oubre. I, uh, I hate the Wizards got rid of Kelly Oubre. Yeah, that, that, that was, was just that dumb. Was, yeah, I'm just dumb. Yeah, but we. I, I just, I just had to say that we'll come back to that later. Yeah, look, now, now you, now you feel my pain, my brother. No, well, let me tell you. Look, as a Washingtonian, even though I'm a terp. To my to, to my bones, yep, yep, to my core, yep. I'm a Georgetown fan because I'm a Washingtonian. I'm a John Thompson fan. Dude, JT, say that, J, John Thompson, JT3's players are soft like him. Thank you. They are just soft. The, the, the thing is this: at, at John Thompson, you knew that if Georgetown even lost the game, mm-hmm. they would have won the fight. They would have won the fight if they had fought. They'd have won the say fight that one more time. If Georgetown had lost the game, mm-hmm. they still would have won the fight. Exactly. Now, exactly. JT3's guys mm-hmm. might have won the game, but they'd always lose the fight. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> they yeah. would always lose the fight. Yeah, yeah, so it just it just trips me out because, I mean, Otto Porter Jr., he's got talent, but like, like Jeff Green. Yeah, but, but they I'm just like, don't have that gear. They don't have the other gear. They don't have that gear that, that takes their t- – they don't have that they, – they don't have that, 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 that Jordan mean gene. Yeah. That 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 Akeem, I don't give a fuck. Gene. Oh, no, to go with Georgetown, they don't have that Michael Graham gene. Uh, oh, 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 shoot, man, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael Graham was a beast. Yeah. Anybody that don't know, look, <laughs> one thing you can say about Georgetown, they had one thing. Excuse me, the Big East. Yeah. When you look at the Big East, they were the one conference that at one time had all. All four teams in the Final Four were from the Big East. Yeah, Big I mean, East in the mid '80s were, were a beast. That was a that was an NBA farm squad. Yeah, farm yeah, farm. yeah. And, and Michael Graham, when he was at Georgetown, he was the enforcer. Yeah, before enforcers, he yeah. he he took out the uh, at the Lucas, but he 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 showed how he showed Bill Lambeer how it could be done. Well, he he, he showed people. He did the same thing that. Uh, who am I trying to think of for Jordan? Uh, uh, he went to Virginia Union. Oh, yeah, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley yeah, and all yeah. that. He kept people off Ewing. Yeah. See, Graham kept people off, just like Oakley did for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. He'd keep people off Ewing and let him operate. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, 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 and believe it or not, that's – see, when we talk about the NBA and we – and the main reason we're talking about this is because in game day you see a lot of basketball and you see how it kind of draws people together in this episode. Yeah. When you talk about the NBA in the 80s and 90s, it was about a structure where you knew that cast in order to stop certain guys in the team, you had to beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. I mean, it was just the way it was. Yeah, that I was a game. That, that was the game, hand-checking. I tell Cass this. I said, hand-checking, if Jordan didn't have hand-checking, he would average 45 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just know that. You look at what – you look at these players, man, right now, James Harden, these cats. Yeah. They, they – if you took them to the back, you had that play against guys like Alvin Robinson, right. who were just straight-up defensive wizards. Right. They would have shut them down. Oh, and then and and the stats even show that once the NBA and I tell people this, you can just look at the stats and you see it. Scoring was down at the Jordan left by yeah. players. Yeah. And so what did the NBA do? They removed the hand checking rule. Right. And when they removed the hand checking rule, you had three players to average over thirty plus points the next year. You had Allen Iverson, you had Tracy McGrady, and you had Kobe Bryant. 
But yeah. prior to that, they didn't average over 30 with the no. hand-checking rule in place. No. no. And, and those are the no. – just that one thing right there I try to sh- tell people. Well, there's a lot a of – big difference. It makes a big difference. Look, and I'm not taking, I don't want to take anything away from Steph Curry because Steph Curry is a bad dude. He's bad. Yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't be able to score like Mark Price could score. And Mark Price had guys laying on him. It, it's Mark Price. <laughs> I keep – look, 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 look. That Cleveland squad yeah. was an incredible squad. Mark Price and Brad Dorothy, those cats were beasting, man. Yeah, they just had to deal with freaking Jordan, man. Yeah, and that and back that was back in the day when they were getting their look. Mark, he'd be out there on the three point line getting hacked. Mark Price was <laughs> and Mark Price was a bad cat. No, I got a Mark Price. That's why I brought him. I got a Mark Price story. I'm gonna tell you now because it's right, take too right, long. But 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 but, but, would, but you but but the only reason we're bringing this up yeah. because you see this attitude and the love for the game in this episode right. of The Wire. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah. back to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we digress. Meanwhile, in the projects, mm-hmm. Wallace at the orange uh, couch tells D'Angelo that he doesn't want to work anymore because mm-hmm. he just isn't down with the game. He's just not. He, he couldn't deal with the deaths of Brandon, and he heard Stinkham got killed. Yo, man, did he, like, grow? Like, I mean, you can, like, see his – he kind of grew in terms of height and size <laughs> from, like, when he went in – after the after the kid got killed, yeah. to then it's like, damn, did he have a growth spurt he during have. the season? Man, he that shit have. was wild, man. He might have. Uh, he might have. That's yeah. why they had him sitting down. Yeah, that, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did look like he grew a little bit, yeah. but uh, so D'Angelo gives him a little cash. You mm. know, he, uh, you know, Bodie and Poot are like, "What's up with Wallace?" Let's, He's let's, like, let's slow down on this. Though. D'Angelo really listens to him. That yeah. goes back to D'Angelo being a mentor again to Wallace. This, I, I just, way he was listening to him, he was very concerned. They were talking about him going to school. They said he was talking about, you know, what was Edmondson or Emerson was right. the school. Right. Say, go back there, you know, you're 16, you're supposed to be a junior this year. But you yeah. go back there, he said, next thing you know, you could be getting accepted to Harvard. Right. He sees the potential in this kid. And, and he's just really, really trying. I, 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 when he, when, like you said, him being the, the the complex character that he is, yeah. These are the scenes that make you go, "Gee, dude, yeah, d- you could do so much better." He could do better. Look here, man. You a smart little motherfucker. You start back up at Edmondson. You likely to finish up at Harvard or some shit like that. Believe me. And you, you got a good heart in there too. Not like the rest of these niggas. Uh, he he lets uh. Wallace go off in his own, and we're we'll later on we'll find out where that, Wallace that, is that, headed. That that was that right there was a very very emotional scene for me. It yeah, really, it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, Freeman back at the precinct, Lester, Lester mm-hmm. tells Sidnor and Prez about tracking the money and why that's important. He tells them what they need to do, and he really breaks down, dotting the eyes and crossing the t's of doing detective work. I in love, the office. I love how Lester breaks it down to him, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and when they're listening to him, they, they're, they're like, they're, their ears are wide open. It's like yeah. they want to hear this. Yeah, and I think Lester, and if you noticed, I didn't notice again until the third watch, two things in there. One, Lester finally is around a couple of guys that are willing and want to do this type of work. So he's like very... Enthusiastic about teaching them. Yeah, and because Presbyluski is really getting into it. Yeah, you know, it's like Presbyluski 
his whole mindset seems to have changed from when he fucked up at the tower right. to now. Right. It's like this that accident for him right. was like something that was needed. <laughs> and unless I'm mistaken, it looks like Lester kind of stepped up his wardrobe game a little what, bit. Just a little bit. It's like it's, <laughs> not, it's like war, it's like it's like Lester's like now feeling better yeah. about himself. He's around some people that want to work. Yeah. So he's like He's really into his, he's, his his shirts are getting a little bit lighter in color. Yeah, yeah. He's going for a little bit more color and sending them dark, those dark colors before yeah, him. He got he got like the little the, the shoulder holster joint on. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's the, like, yeah, I got a gun, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, Lester, look at you. Yeah, yeah. Lester's Lester's liking what he he's doing right now yeah. because once again, you can see when he's talking, like when he was talking to Kima last week, mm-hmm. and he's talking to them now. He gets excited yeah. about people like, yeah. look, look, this is how we get them. Yeah. And he's a and look, he keeps he gives you a reason every single time as to why you follow the money. Right. He, he he's like, this is why you do that. In this country, somebody's name has got to be on a piece of paper. A cousin, a girlfriend, a grandmother, a lieutenant he can trust. Somebody's name is on a piece of paper. And here's the rub. You follow drugs. You get drug addicts and drug dealers. But you start to follow the money, and you don't know where the fuck it's going to take you. And that's what Burrell is, is worried about, and that's why they don't like The Wire, because when people are talking on the phone, you're liable to hear anything. And that, and he's like, they don't want to hear anything. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is make a drug bust, from the police standpoint. From yeah. there, they, they just want to make a drug bust. They don't want to hear about money being transferred or somebody's driver coming to pick up the cash. Or you don't want to hear none of that. You no. don't hear none of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, Especially in somebody's driver. Yeah. Yeah, like like Mr. Clay Davis of the 36th District. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the wire's working again, mm-hmm. and Herc and Carver are on the street, and back in the office where Freeman, Lester is with Sidnor and Prez, they intercept a call that Wee Bay is about to Go make a pickup. Yep. yep. And so uh, they tell Herc and Carver just to lay in the cut. And when they're ready, when they when they hear about it, they're going to send them out. And they do. Yeah. And they go and pull over WeeBay. And they find out they find another bag of cash. Hey, these motherfuckers are carrying big time cash. Man. Yeah. 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 And, you know, WeeBay, of course, does what he's supposed to do. Says, I, don't, I don't know nothing about no cash. I don't see any cash. Yeah. But I don't know what y'all talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all aren't going to arrest us, I don't know nothing about this cash. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, you don't mind if we take it? No, I don't even know anything about it. I don't know what, do you, I don't know what y'all taking. I don't know nothing. Yeah. I don't see no cash. Yeah. I was loving that. I was so, loving that. So Herc tells him. That we're going to take it to the state's attorney's hold on, office. Hold on, let's stop real quick, okay. though. Okay, so we were watching this, right? <laughs> My wife sitting there like, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. That's illegal. I said, babe, they're not doing it for, for you know, trying to arrest them. Right. They're trying to do that because right now they know that it's political right now. Right. They're trying to get the, the political shit that happened with the, the money they took the last time not to be an issue. They're doing this to free themselves up to do this. They're not trying to arrest them. Right. They're trying to do this to send a message on the political end. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and 
<laughs> they can't do that. And not legally. No, they can't do that. But, yeah. but it's not, a, it's, it's, it's what legal and what they can do. It's, it's like, it's like, they it's can't like, do that. Look, 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 look. Legally, they, they can't do that. Yeah. But they can <laughs> yeah. do that. But they and, and they're doing it for a reason. But and they, I'm like, right. And, and I, I, was like, I was like, babe, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I said, look, look, you got the page. <laughs> look, look, sweetheart, you got the page. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you that we yeah. got a, you got a Jack Ryan yeah. this shit yeah. right now. Yeah, because. Gotta, it, no, no, but how? They got a. I was telling them. You got to Jack Ryan this shit, man. You yeah. can't look at that, that one perspective. Yeah. You got to understand what did they just deal with? Yeah. They, they just dealt with some with, with some crap yeah. that just that was going to mess up the whole case. So they're like, okay, we're going to send a message. Right. And I thought this was beautiful. Right. And yeah. and this yeah. is the other thing where I thought was very real about them or whatever because because that's all we may want to hear is they're not going to get busted mm-hmm. because what they could do is say, oh, here's a bag of cash and a kilo of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Where'd that come from? Yeah. And because of that. We're going to not only arrest you, we're going to confiscate this vehicle and take it away, too. Yeah, but they just wanted to, they just anyway. wanted to, the cash. They, right. They just wanted, right. that, they wanted, to, they, they're trying to move some things around. Right, right. And, and, and I thought that this was beautifully played. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, meanwhile. I got a little excited. I'm that's sorry. okay. All right. <laughs> meanwhile, that's, that's for the portal duty. <laughs> meanwhile, Bubbles and Johnny are at the spot. Testers are about to come out. Mm-hmm. So the testers come out, and there's the the, the guy gets uh, Bodie gets you know ambushed by all, by all the fiends. So he just throws them over. Yo, to the yo. So so th- that scene right there was a trip. Is because they, they all the drug heads know that this is when they bring out shit. The, right. This is basically this is sample day. Right. This is sample day. Get us hooked and everything. Right. And, and Bubs runs into our man Waylon again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So continue, my man. Right. No, yeah. he just he's just he just sees Waylon at the spot. They first they they peep out that he's there, and they're like, "Yeah, why is old boy from the NA meeting at the spot?" Yeah. And then they get the testers, and then uh, Bubs he's able to get three of them. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he gets, uh, he's I got three of them. He gets man. three. You, you he gets three. One? Yeah, yeah. So he needs one. Yes, he needs one. But wasn't there to get it. He's really trying hard. Yeah. He was there for his, I believe, his ne- nephew. His nephew. Nephew. Yeah. Right. He explains yeah. to him that he's there. Not to get drugs. He's there to try to get his nephew off drugs. And and, and you can see when this is the thing that you love about Bubs. He listens to people. Mm-hmm. He listens to people. And as he's telling them this, he's like, Okay, you really trying, man. And and it's kinda like he's like, damn, maybe I can try harder. Yeah. 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 It, it, that was just like, wow. That's yeah. one thing that I love about Bubs is that and once again, it's confusing. You're like, you on this drug, but yet you're so fucking smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, this, this drug, this addiction, this, this weakness that you have, man. If yeah. you could overcome this, damn, you could do great things. Yeah, that's yeah. where you and, look at it with Bubs. In fact, Bubs is so smart that he figures out a way where he can like fish hook a stash. Oh, oh don't even let me yeah, go. <laughs> in the alley. I was like, whoa. He gets on a roof and lowers a fish hook down into a tire where they have the stash hidden. And he uh He went fishing. Steals it. He went fishing and he try and he steals the stash. Uh-huh. Doesn't totally get away with it. The guys see the that somebody stealing the stash. Yeah. He's lucky they didn't get a good look at him because they, they beat the shit out of everybody else. And it, look, right. I was like, this dude can't even tell the different crackheads that around there. They just went and started beating up the first uh yeah. first first heroin addict that they saw. Right. These this important scene yeah. about for 
that character, much like D'Angelo, yeah. is that Bubs is starting to decide. He's starting to see that maybe this isn't what I want to be doing. Bit by bit. Yeah, because he goes to the A, he goes to the NA meeting, kind of gets inspired, but he still starts using. Yeah. Then he runs into uh, Waylon. Yeah. Then he goes and steals the stash, which when he goes back with Johnny to the house, mm. they discover they stole a bunch of baking soda. They stole man, a, a, a I, BS I, stash. Man, I, my wife and I we were watching it, and, and and she was like, "Is he is he having is he having a drug overdose or something yeah. like that?" I yeah. said, "I said it, it seemed like that's the case," but then they were like, "I ain't high, man." Yeah, no, I you know I listen. <laughs> I was and like, like I said, I've, I've, I've had, I know a lot of different people, and yeah. I did know a very attractive woman. I didn't have a relationship with her. I just choose this uh, an associate of mine. I can't even call her a friend. I know her that well, but and I was surprised to find out that she was a heroin addict, but she is, mm-hmm. and she happened to buy some heroin that was fake. It wasn't what it was, mm-hmm. and she went from being somebody who was in a good mood because I guess she. Thought she was gonna go ahead and do her thing. To being pissed off. To being like, yeah, like it. It was distressing because, see, for the dope fiend, for the heroin addict, it's not like, oh, I would like to get high. It's if you don't get high, you're gonna get sick. Right, right. That's a distressing situation. It's not just oh, because he didn't spend any money. It's not like he lost money. Right. <laughs> he was on top of the world for a minute, yeah. but it was just. You know, when it was a whole lot of things coming down on bubbles just and, then, and, and that's what and that's what I was thinking about what you just said. If, yeah. if somebody, if, if they are in that mood and they're thinking they're getting ready to get that fix, mm-hmm. and then it's not that, mm-hmm. then that's going to make them just more agitated. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because they because here's the thing, he still has to go get some drugs. They got to get it. It wasn't yeah. like they went to go rob a bank and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If so, they don't get any heroin, he's going to get sick. They're going to get sick, and, and he got to go get down. some. And they're yeah. going to break down. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. So that's it. Anyway, Hurricane Carver, they got this money from Weebay, mm-hmm. and uh, Herc kind of uh, suggests maybe they should take a little taste. And and and, and this is okay. when this is when Carver's like, dude, if they hear on the piece. On the on the wire that it was thirty thousand, but we only turned in twenty thousand. Our ass is grass. He, he just basically broke it down to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it wasn't what I what I did notice is Carver didn't say we can't do that because it would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's just like this is how we're gonna get caught. Yeah. yeah he said, look. Yeah. He said he said that plan is bad. Yeah. He's like, come back to me when you got a better plan. Yeah. 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 That was a bad. <laughs> you no, know, that's a good point. You got yeah. a point. It's yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't say we shouldn't do it. He yeah. just like said that plan is awful. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. So they come back in the office. They turn in the money, mm-hmm. and uh, on the wire, they happen to hear Poot having phone sex. With his girlfriend. <laughs> that shit was wild. It's like it's like everybody came up to him and said, Hey, you're not supposed to be listening to it unless it's yeah, pertinent. Yeah. But yeah, they all sit there and listen to it while they listening to it. Yeah. 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 But man, <laughs> dude's having phone sex on a payphone. That's what That's me. what I'm tripping off of. Yeah, that's see that that's the thing that nobody's really getting is that okay, dude, you out in public Woo. having phone sex with her right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was like, okay, that's that's wild. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. it was pretty wild. Mm-mm-mm. So then the conversation gets to the point though that there was something pertinent in the in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. 
they just said, how are you going to explain that for the first eight minutes? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, right. Mm, we'll figure it out. They'll figure it out? Yeah. Well, Omar, meanwhile, he's going to go hit another stash, another Barksdale stash. Omar comes through the hood. Yeah. And everybody, <laughs> they call out his name louder than they call out the cops yeah. when they come for him. Omar. And look, man. Yeah. The he comes, it's like he's like a Omar could be a superhero with that outfit. Yeah, he could. He's got the tr- he's got the trench he's got the trench coat on, long trench coat on, bulletproof vest, and the double barrel shotgun hanging on the side. Okay, but let me ask you this. Let me all right, seriously. All right, all right. Where, where? And this is a serious question. I don't know. Where is he? Is he on the west side? When he comes through, when there, he comes yeah, through there, yeah, they come. Yeah, he's near the tower. He's near the pit. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. because yeah. because that's why I ask huh? because. The youngin, it, when they first time they robbed the Barksdales, mm-hmm. he was like, I don't know where it's at, and got shot in the knee. Right. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. He's, and he's looking down the barrel of the gun. Yeah. These guys, these guys run up in the, in the place, in the spot. Is, look, look, I'm going sp- to answer that for you real <laughs> all right, quick. All right. All right. First of all, they already know how Omar is. Right. Now, you, yeah, so you shot that one dude in the knee, so right. they know they ain't, they ain't fucking around. Right. They all, when he, Omar comes up in there, in that pit area, man, all those kids, everybody runs in that last house. Right. So they already know what he's going to be about. Now, nobody in there is like Bodie. No, right. nobody is nobody. Apparently. In, yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, there's nobody in there like a Bodie yeah. or Bird. Yeah. None of them cats. Yeah. So, so Omar just sits outside and he's like, got his back to them. Right. He's like, you know, wait, we can do this all day. But y'all know what I'm here for. Yeah. And I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. They already know what he's like. So they throw the shit out the window to him. Yeah. I, I said, oh my goodness gracious. I said, wow. They they they, they, they just they, they just gave him the money. I said, and then, and then what the Omar he says a line that I thought was so profound at that particular point yeah. in the episode. They throw that money, they throw out that bag to him, and he says, "Fair enough." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and we'll get has, to it at the end. But, but see, I think it's what this is what it is with Omar. You've seen the movie Pale Rider, yeah. You've seen Unforgiven, yeah. You see how those particular characters. They have established such a reputation of not missing or flinching in situations where others would. They know that Omar, when he starts shooting, he's going to get what he wants to get. They know that he's not going to hesitate, but most people are going to hesitate against him. Those cats in there, nobody is on the level where Bird is. Those have got low-level cats. So Omar comes in there, and they're not going to try to fight Omar. Nobody wants to get killed. Nobody's on that level. So that's why they that's why they submit to him like that in such a such a rapid way, which I which I think is deep on so many levels. Okay, you yeah. realize you just compared Omar to two fictional characters, to to the man with no name, <laughs> and to William Bonney. And I mean, th- these are these are fictional superheroes, right? I, that's, but but, I, that's, but I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. I, look. 
I love this show. Obviously, we're doing this podcast. Yeah. But there are certain elements that I can say that I've never seen or know heard of in real life. This is one. This is one. Yeah, I agree. This is one. I agree. But 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 Omar, man, look, let's let's just look at this way, man. It you it may not seem believable. Yet they built up his presence from the fir- from throughout this, where you kind of see it. We seen him walk through the uh, the streets whistling. You see how cats run from him. They they should have left. They should have left like like a young like a fourteen year old kid or something out there that Omar was like, "I'll kill this kid if you don't throw it down" or something. Yeah, but but something. they were all in the house. You're I know, about, I understand that. I, look, dude, I'm not arguing with you on this. <laughs> I'm like Omar got them that shook that 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 he's standing outside with his back to the door. I know, I know, I know, and I understand. Back to and I understand the door. that the lesson from the from the from the episode, the prior episode, was if you come at the king, you best not miss. So mm. nobody wants to take a shot and miss. I get that. Exactly. I get that. But my thought is. When he says, if you don't, if we don't come throw it down, you know, I'll be coming back the day day after next day. I'd prefer to take my chances on those next days after I've told Avon that Omar's coming to the spot. So let's just have it fortified. They don't think that way. See, see, that, that, see look, I agree with you 100% on that. You're able to think that way. Those young bucks in that room Obviously. aren't able to think that way. Yeah. They all, look, they ran, closed the door, everything. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. Here. Take yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But one thing I do notice, like I said, when we talked about nobody really throws out any pejoratives about his sexuality to him, but nobody even yells out the window, man, F you, Omar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody. Nobody no, says anything. Nobody. That's, look, that's why I said I didn't know that the character of Omar was homosexual yeah. until I watched it myself. Everybody talking about Omar for the past two decades. Yeah. Nobody brings that up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nobody nobody true. brings that up. I'm telling you, I did that shows you how they're just like, look, <laughs> that shit's irrelevant. Yeah. This cat will kill you. Yeah. That's all that is uh, th- that's yeah. all that needs to be. I, I just noticed that nobody and, and the reason I'm not I'm not harping on his sexuality, I'm harping on the fact that it's a very lazy insult. Nobody yeah. insults him. Ever. That's what gets me. Nobody. Nobody says, you know, no, anything they don't, bad They don't him. even try. The only <laughs> one that insults him is Avon. He does yeah, that in meetings. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Avon would do that shit to him in his face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I just, well, I, as a matter of fact, we're going to get to that. Uh, he, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. There you go. <laughs> he doesn't. There, there you go. He doesn't. There you so, go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyway, mm. he, he gets to make the clean getaway, as Omar <laughs> does. I mean, but Omar said they threw the bag down, and Omar said, "Fair enough." Yeah, that, and and they showed man that bag was full, yo. It was full <laughs> with not only cash but drugs too. Yeah, man, it was like oh, I'm like I'm just like, and maybe you know, listen, I probably and look, you I'm know, probably, and you notice that the whole the whole outside had emptied out when Omar showed up in there. I'm just saying, man, look, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm revealing too much about myself or whatever, man. But look, if I'm up there, I'm throwing a bag out, but I got something in my pocket, man. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> there you go. Look, 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 look. I got half that bag on me. Look, look, I'd be like, or, or if I'm trying to get in good with Avon, look, we threw this shit out to him. Yeah. Because we know what to do, but we kept this shit, boss. Yeah. I mean, something. Something, man. They threw it, look like they threw it all out like, there. Leave us, please, Omar. <laughs> leave us, please. Yeah, that, please. that's the thing. That please don't, so don't mess with us, my man. I'm sorry, Omar. Omar is like, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, man. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. So, oh boy. So, 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 Lester mm. and uh, Kima, mm-hmm. they go pick up our girl Chardine. And let me tell you something. She had on the fashion statement of this episode. Look, look, look. She had on those bell bottoms with those size on them jeans. Yeah. I was like, damn, girl, you looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shardine's look, an attractive woman. Yeah, Shardine is a, a yeah. very attractive woman. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, Lester checked that out, too. Yeah, yeah, Lester, yeah, yeah, Lester was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lester. He said, my name's Lester Freeman. Yeah, yeah, Lester, Lester, Lester. <laughs> yeah, Detective he, Lester yeah, Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, they take, so they take, so they make, they do what they do. Yeah. When they try to turn somebody, they took her down to see Keisha's body. Mm-hmm. And, and that that would have worked for me too. The way they did that, yeah. My wife was hating that scene. She said yeah. they're wrong for doing that. I said, Deej. I yeah. said, Babe. I mean, I mean, they're doing their job. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know it may seem wrong yet, but my wife pointed out something to me though, mm-hmm. is that they're bringing it into this situation. They're they're using. Are they going to truly protect her? So that's a very good point. Yeah. Well, that 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 is a very good point. Yeah. So that's a very good point. So. But uh, they they do what they got to do. Yeah, they do. And so they take her down there, and she she obviously is like you know upset, so she's down with the plan. Mm-hmm. And then Lester puts the old man Mac on her. D'Angelo, huh? You know him. At this point, it feels like I do. We sort of moved in together. He seemed like he was different. I have to quit the club. Yes, you do, but not just yet. We need your help, which is why we came to you. I don't know what else you Keisha mean. Keisha was not the first. Unless somebody steps up a little bit, she's not going to be the last, neither. No. He, he goes into mode right he there. He does. He goes into mode, gives her a little piece of furniture, you know what I mean? She you know. sees his work and all that. Yeah, yeah you yeah. like that? You can keep that, baby. You yeah, know. that's right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, you like that, girl? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm being John Wick in a couple of years, but you like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah you know, his voice goes down a couple octaves, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Puts his very white on her. Mm. And uh, so she sounds, she seems like she's on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, so she moves out. Of D'Angelo's apartment. Now, she, now this right, this scene right here, moving out of the apartment, she needed to kind of be quiet on some shit. Yeah, but she was like, she she did what the other girl did before, yeah, and and yeah. I, and when and 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 that's kind of like when my wife said, "See, this is what I mean." <laughs> but she, I, I, I was yeah. like, I couldn't argue with my yeah. wife. She said, "This is what I mean." Yeah, but, they needed to let her know, don't say some stupid shit. Yeah, but she couldn't. She couldn't help herself. Yeah, yeah she's she, emotional. And, and she's emotional based on the wit and the main reason why they said that, that she would be a good witness. Right. And, and which is why, once again, my wife has a point on this, that they needed to explain to her at that particular point, look, if you're going to leave, you're going to get emotional, don't say more than you have to say. Right. What do I look like to you? What do you mean? 
What do I look like to you? You look like a, a girl, a woman, a beautiful woman. You're fine. What? I don't look like trash to you. Baby, this ain't about what you do. I don't look like something you could roll up in a rug and throw in the trash. And, 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 I, and this is when I look at what Lester and Kima didn't say as being a problem, which kind of bothers me. I'm mm. like, y'all, this is when <clears throat> this is when police officers need to look at how if you want people in the hood to be able to speak up against stuff like this, you got to be willing to protect them. Yeah. And, and you're not protecting them. Yeah. And, and, and so that right there was bothersome to me. So we go see Bubbles. Now we're with Bubbles. Bubbles is we, we hold up. Now wait, hold up. When we not just go see Bubs, <laughs> we see him going walking in the neighborhood. That you're like, where the fuck is Bubs? Well, yeah, he's yeah. no longer in the hood. No, at all. Yeah, he's no longer in the hood. He's walking down the street. He sees like uh, he's in Bowie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, might be in Bowie. Yeah, yeah. He sees a he sees an American flag. Salutes mm. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like he, he, he trying to clean him. It's like it's it's the walk of cleaning himself up. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he's trying to straighten himself out, which is mm-hmm. an impossible task. Mm-hmm. And he uh, walked up to this front door of a nice little house. Yeah, knocks on the door, and it's answered by somebody who turns out to be his sister. Okay, so that's his <clears throat> sister. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he uh, he. Asked her if he can like chill there, and he obviously uh, has done her wrong, like most addicts have to people close to them mm-hmm. at one time. Also, another, he says hello to his niece. Yes, says hello to the little girl, his niece, mm-hmm. and um, she. He's like, you know, says, "Hey, it's probably wrong for me to even show up here." Kind of apologizes about the leave, but she calls him back and says he can stay in the basement. That 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 right there is just that right there is being a sister. Yeah, that, that right there is just sibling love right there. Yeah, it was like she, it was like she said, "Okay, take your ass downstairs in the basement. Don't you dare come upstairs." Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that that whole scene I was trying to figure out because I said, "Okay, this is somebody very, very important." First, right. I thought it was like maybe that was his baby's mama. Okay, and I thought that the young young woman was his daughter. Right, but but now that makes more sense being his sister based yeah. on what he said. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's gonna and it and it looks like Bubs is gonna try to clean his up clean up his act. And this is after running into Waylon. So yeah, yeah. running into Waylon, yeah. then stealing a bad package of, of drugs, and mm-hmm. just realizing the life is just nothing good about the life. Yeah, yeah, his, his attempt again to try to you know to start a new path. Yeah. So Hurricane Carver throughout the spot, nobody's out. They're looking out the thing, they're thinking, where's everybody? How you figure all these little pebbles get up on top of the roof? Where's everybody at? No, maybe the whole thing is over, no one bothered to tell us. Maybe we won. They're like, where's everybody <laughs> on the west side? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe they won, everybody's given up. Yeah. But they drive around. They discover a basketball game. They they see they see all these people over the court and the fence. They're like, "What's going on?" Right. Yeah, this 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 was kind of cool. I, I like this scene because it, it shows that everybody that this was a big event. Yeah. That that this was a real big event meant something to people in the neighborhood, and it was going on. And and it's kind of like where you see the cops 
like pull over and kind of like bond with the bad guys. Yeah. Or, or, or you, you know what I mean? Where you see the, the two opposite sides kind of bonding. And, and they kind of, and uh, Herc and um, Carver kind of get into the game. Well, yeah, they show up. <clears throat> and it's the east side versus the west side. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's going on. They have no idea. But they are filled in by Bodie and Poop. Ain't y'all on the clock? <laughs> you? We on break. And we on a break, too. And what's up with this game? Nah, just something we do every day, you know. East side versus west side, niggas. Loser got to throw a big-ass parking lot up at Drew Hill next week. Well, who's favorite? East side won the last two years. My boys. What it reminded me of was, um, you know that cartoon with the coyote and the sheepdog? Uh-huh. And they clock in. Yeah, they clock in. And they clock out. Hey, that's a good, that's a and good one. Yeah. And they're friends. Yeah. You know, they're like, because, man, look, Herc and Carver have whipped Bodie's ass yeah, several times. But, but they're bonding right here. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. They, and, it was so, and, and it was so funny also that. It was that they were so relaxed, but Pooh said something <laughs> stupid. He said, "Man, look at Avon over there, just just all hyped and wild." Yeah, They're yeah. Like, Avon, Avon. So they yeah. this is their first time setting eyes on the three dimensional Avon Barksdale. And but this is the thing that tripped me out though, and this shows you how fucking whack Herc is. We they got the picture up, yeah, on the board. You haven't taken a look at time to look at the board because he couldn't even identify. Yeah, Avon. Yeah, it took Sidnor. To it took Signor to do that. Signor <laughs> had to go over there. He's like, oh, damn. Signor yeah. was like, yeah, he's in a red shirt, yeah. shades, hat. Yeah. Right on the side. Look, right over there coaching. Yeah. And this is where we first meet a figure who's going to be big in the wire. Yeah. Who is the king, who, kingpin of the east side, Proposition Joe. Proposition Joe. Look, look, the, the, Avon Jones on him so hard, I, I was crying. I rewind that like four times. He's like, dude. What's up, man? You gotta go all the way over to Europe to get your ringer? Nah, he home now. But I see you pulling boys out the junior colleges. He from Eastside, went to Dunbar. Hey, yo, what's up, Playboy? How come you wearing that suit, B? For real, it's 85 fucking degrees out here and you trying to be like Pat Riley. Man, look the part, be the part, motherfucker. Nigga, please, you walking around with a fake fucking clipboard. You can't even read a playbook. Be for real, you bunch of bitches. Prop Joe. Oh man, that that this scene right here was dope. Yeah. Yeah, this this whole scene because first of all, you you got two major drug dealers mm-hmm. trying to win over the admiration of the neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Right. And then you also got these cops out here sitting here with these cats from the hood that they're chasing, kind of bonding with them, but also realizing okay the importance of today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That basketball game, what'd you think about that basketball game, man? Man, first of all, <clears throat> Proposition Joe, smart cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's like, I, I can tell you this, man, that game was believable. Was it? It, it? it was believable because- I've never seen a two-hand block before. Have you seen a two-hand block before? I've done that before. All right. So, uh, so, so I, I've, I've done that before. A lot of that stuff I've done, especially look when you, when you're a cat like me and you play with some guys that think they can play and all that, doing a two hand block like that. So remember when Jordan did it when he's at the Wizards? Yeah. No. It, I know. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've I've, yeah. I've seen it. Let me take that back. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I'm you, just saying, you know, yeah, I you quite can do it, the way he did it on Homeboy just went yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've done that before. So okay. I all that was believable. But what I liked best about it was that 
Proposition Joe, he said, I know that we've been beating him three years. So I know he's going to do some extra shit. Right. So he got an extra ringer yeah. that he didn't put in the game yeah. until the second half. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was that was genius. Well, that, it that, was that, he was, played he played Avon. He, he played, played Avon. Avon. However, yeah. he, he also played Avon. had he also had the damn referee too. He played Avon and that referee was questionable. Yeah. But uh man, Avon though, I'm sorry. He still had a twelve point lead at halftime. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and dude who came in, I mean, now granted, this ringer who he brought in, what was the AI? Yeah, but, I mean, but, but, it, 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 look, look, he was an AM one player. Yeah, he oh, was an AM one player all the way. Dude carried about five times. Five times. He was putting the ball off <laughs> look, putting the ball off the top of his head and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was but, but what was so funny about it was that is that they knew that, okay, we're gonna allow some of this. And, and he just took total advantage of the yeah, situation. Yeah, it was it was yeah, it, it was crazy. It, it was real crazy. It was crazy. It, and, it, you know, and Avon was pissed. But I have to say, like I'm saying, being a, a basketball person like I am myself, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have to come back at Avon and say, I know you're pissed. And I know the ref didn't make a call at the end, mm-hmm. and I know Prop Joe brought in a ringer, but it, you had a 12 point lead you had at halftime. You had a 12 point lead, and a guy who could handle the ball. And you, and yeah, right, you could adjust it. Yeah, you, you yeah, adjust he it. didn't yeah, adjust yeah. anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got it. He's like, even after they, after he went off on the ref. Yeah. In the prop, prop Joe was like, "Yo, we cool." He said, "Yeah, man, we cool, man." Yeah. But damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's. He's like, you got me. Yeah, you yeah, got you, me. You, you got me. That means me. I, I like the way that Avon he yelled at the ref, right. like he needed to. But then at the end, he was like, "Yeah, you got me." No, two things. Avon yelled at the ref, but what did he really get mad at the ref for? Because yeah. the ref said, "Oh, I can take it back. He can run he it said, back." He said, "You can't you he, he, do that." He just said, he, "He he said, man, this dude. He if the ref had like pushed back on Avon, he'd have been mad, he, but he would have respected him. He would have respected, but he's like, hold up. It was soon you're right because as soon as he's talking about, I can do ask some extra time. He said, "No, you can't do that." Yeah, shit. Oh man, he was yeah. like, "You got to respect the game." He gets it. So he got. He mad said, about "He that. said, he said, basically, you just need an owner to what the fuck you did, and, which was dope." Yeah, which was, was dope because because like Prop Joe said, hey, said we cool. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that's a was very dope, good point. But also, what Avon said was, yeah, we good. You come over here without a ball, I'm gonna light your ass up. Yep, he damn sure did. <laughs> which is basically threatening his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was like, damn, man, yeah, you know, yeah, that that shit was dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, yeah so. but but yeah, I like way you broke that down though, yeah. about it because Avon was like, yo, you can't. It yeah. started over. Yeah, I mean, Yo, we don't, you can't do that. See, there's a difference. That's why I liked it was different being upset, being mad because of the situation, mm-hmm. and then just not losing respect totally for the guy because he said he's the ref. And when Avon came talking to him, said you can't let nobody just talk shit talk, to you. Talk, and shit. Then he said, and they'll walk away. Yeah, he said, yeah. yeah. He said, look, he said, you're right. If he would have just said, yeah, the bad call, my bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he'd been like he would have respected that more. But when he when he, he tried to make an amends to that, yeah. that's when Avon was like really pissed. Yeah. 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 That's a good point, man. So and, and that's why I said that was real. Yeah. That's why I said that was just it came off to be real. Yeah, no, yeah. the sideline action was real. I the game was yeah. too much for me. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but the, uh the anyway, so meanwhile back at the station, McNulty gets a call that they got over the wire about uh something coming to the stash. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to be able to m- act on those calls, you have to have somebody 
on the roof who's able to see the guy making the call. Minolte said he was there. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> McNulty fudged the paperwork saying Sidnor was up on the roof. He said, but Signor was with me. No, no, Signor yeah. was up on the roof. Yeah. No, but Signor and Signor was up on, on the, the roof. roof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, we'll see, we'll see uh, how that pans out. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the detail, they have identified Avon Barksdale, and so they try to follow him. At, after the game. Look, look, and, and you know what was so funny about this? Minolte said, why would you even try that? Yeah. He, he, Daniel said, that's what we do here. Yeah. We follow, he said, narcotics, we follow sus- suspects. Yeah, well, Avon knows that. A- Avon knows that very clearly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Avon is able to, he, he basically is like, yeah, you, you guys are playing yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, He's, now understand, now Daniels, now see, here's where Daniels is at. Daniels wants to just get a bust. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? That's why I mean, Dolce said, why would you do that? Yeah, but it, it's Dan- true. But, yeah. but Daniels is like, he, he knows like in a week he's going to get shut down. He he, wants he's to got get, that pressure. He's still he's got, got that, that pressure. pressure, yeah. So that carries on back in the at the at the station where McNulty and Daniels, there's kind of tension building there. Yeah. And McNulty says that they need to extend the wiretap. Right. Because they got these these things working and they need to go. And he says, another 30 days? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and he's and he's like pissed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Freeman sort of, you know, he wants to keep it going too. Freeman, Freeman's on a roll. Yeah, yeah. Freeman's got his new wardrobe out. He's <laughs> he's rocking and rolling. So Freeman's like, yeah, let's keep this going. What do we need? Look, it's, it's like this. Every every obstacle they come across where they might get shut down, they try to figure out how to just extend it a little longer. Yeah, they figure that that's going to be part of the whole process of getting this done. So when they sit down in front of Daniels and tell him all the stuff that they've uncovered. Lester tells him, and and uh, McNulty, but Lester tells him, you know, Barksdale owns this all this property, a funeral parlor, strip club, warehouse. Like, blah, blah, like, blah. Oh, he owns, like, all this property between uh, between the spot where they're basically at in the street. It's like MLK, he, he mentioned the spot. They just own, like, blocks and blocks yeah, of land. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and... He has made all these political contributions. That's the one that got blew yeah. their mind. Yeah, that's yeah. when that's when Daniels was like, "Damn." Yeah, he's, you know, I mean, because, tons of political contributions. Because that's that's what Daniels I think has already figured out mm-hmm. that because he knows that Clay Davis got this money out of the towers. They 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 saw that. Yeah, they saw that. Yeah, they saw that. And when McNulty was had that little uh, scene with Daniels in front of the elevator, mm. he said. You notice that when we arrested the driver of the senator, the senator never called us. Yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously he does. He knows something's wrong. That, right. You know, because if if it was on the up and up, he'd say, "Why you guys got my driver?" Right. 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 So, so uh, anyway, so now politicians have come into this thing big time. Yeah. yeah and Daniels yeah. is like, "Damn," because he's trying to shut this thing down. Yeah. So. We have all the money counted, but they heard over the wire that it was a certain amount of money, just like Carver said. It, 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 <laughs> and the money that they counted up is short. Yeah, it's supposed to be twenty-two thousand. It's right. fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Daniels calls Herc and Carver into the office, mm-hmm. and I think probably based off of personal experience, but we'll find out later. Daniels says to them. Look, I'm not even going to ask you what happened to you. I'm just going to tell you that if that money isn't here. In the next 24 next hours. next 24 hours, y'all in trouble. Yeah. Period. 
Point blank. Yeah, point blank. <laughs> That's point it. Blank, point blank. That's it. And Carver looks at her like, motherfucker, I told you. And her like, I didn't do it. Right. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. So they yeah. go looking for the money. And uh, lucky they found it. And they found it, found it because when they took it out of the trunk, when they got to the station the first time, the bag was split open. Yeah, so his money already fallen it out. It fallen out and it yeah. fell into the, the spare tire wheel well. So they found the money. And uh, Carver kind of apologizes to Herc because he thought Herc had taken the money. Yeah, he said, he said, dude, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Herc kind of like, okay, yeah, you got a point. Yeah. Okay, so here's where we start learning a little bit about Prop Joe. Proposition, Joe. We learn a lot. Omar. Shows up. Omar shows up at Prop Joe's with the bag that he stole or was thrown down was, to him. Was given to him. <laughs> was, was given, given to him. him. That's a, the, the bag that he earned. Yeah, yeah. 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 Earlier in the episode. Yeah. He brings it to Prop Joe and he says, here's some dope. And he's the Barksdales. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give this to you. I'm just giving it to you. I don't mind asking. I'm not selling it to you. I'm giving it to you. Is that why? What you asking? Oh, we free. Free. Saying I got a little proposition for you. Proposition is you get four G packs for free. You give me some better idea on how I can reach Avon. How to contact him. Yo, just had a game, right? How you get a hold of him to parlay? We talk now and then. I page his ass. Okay. Okay. That's all you need, a number. What make do with it? And a call for one of his people. Uh, so Omar makes that transaction with Prop Joe. Mm. Now, it's something that's something to kind of put in your pocket about Prop Joe. Prop Joe is one of these guys. He got no. Prop Joe has no loyalty to anyone but Prop Joe. I'm there, right? You know, <laughs> he's going to get. He's going to make a deal. Right. If it works out for him. Right. You know, there's no honor among thieves. In other words. Exactly. Plus. Plus, Omar tells him, look, if I can knock out Barksdale, you can take over the whole city. Yeah, he said, he said you can get the projects of town and all that. And yeah. he's like, you know what? That's a damn good point. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, you fuck up, it's, it's not getting back to me. Right, so, yeah. yeah so, so Omar, you know, as he does, he figures Avon, he tracks Avon down at Orlando's. And Weebay goes out to get some food. I don't know what he was getting this time. No, no, he was getting that steak. That that that, that he had that, that steak and some that steak and cheese they were uh, talking about. Yeah, something else. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So he goes out to the cheesesteak place, mm-hmm. and uh, Avon gets a a his a page. Yep, and it looks like it's Weebay. Mm-hmm. But uh, and he ignores it because he says, "Hey, you know, Weebay's gonna come back, whatever." Yeah. And he gets it again and says, it's a 911. It's an emergency page. Mm-hmm. So he can't make the call from up from Orlando's. Yeah, because Orlando's giving him the phone. He said, yo, man, we got, you know, we got rules. Right. Yeah. So he goes out to use the pay phone to call back WeeBay on the emergency. And out of the shadows comes Omar. Yeah, yeah. You see him walking. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, WeeBay pulls up. Yeah. He said, yo, man, I got that. He, he, and, and, and this is when Avon is just smart. He's looking at like, what the fuck am I looking at you for when you just pays me? Right. And he immediately drops to the ground. Right, yeah. Because Omar is like, oh, shucks. Yeah. Omar, that right there, once again, just shows me the intelligence of Avon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it shows the intelligence of Avon. And 
Avon <clears throat> is, I mean, understandably so. I don't mean in a punk way. Mm. He understandably looks shaken. Yeah. But I think he's more shaken, not because he got shot at. I don't think that's exactly. it. Like how did how did this happen? Yeah, how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. That's what is that's that's what I was thinking. It's like, okay, yeah. how did this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this um, shouldn't have happened at all. Weebay returns fire to Omar. He gets him in the shoulder, mm-hmm. and Omar, you know, is able to get out of there. And so that's the end of the episode. Yeah, the gunfight. There. That that was dope. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. I was like, because first of all, I was amazed how Orlando had healed so quickly from getting his ass kicked in the last episode. Yeah, but but also just just the the um that was chess right there. Yeah, Omar playing that the way he did. Yeah, and it, that was just that right that whole scene, man. You broke it down the best way possible. It was just really a situation where you saw the thinking of both of those cats and how they were able to survive it. And and it's yeah. believable. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw Weebay. Weebay's on his he's on his job. Weebay is constantly about <laughs> look, he may got high yeah. and and killed the girl. Yeah. He's still gonna be on his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we still know why we don't want him getting high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break here and we're gonna talk about some of this port recipient. <laughs> All right, well, this is something, this wine is something that I uh, I don't usually indulge in. I This bottle was actually given to me by Ed. Uh, at, uh, Ed knew you were hanging out with Ed me. Ed Boyce he, at, a, at a Black Angle. He knew you were hanging out with me. He knew I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I said, okay, I'll try it. I'll, I will try it. I'm not a big one on, on dessert wine, but I will try it. And this is, I, I had a taste while I was there, but I've had this bottle for probably about a year and a half or so. And I thought it was a good time to, to bust it out. I knew you'd probably like it. This is Black yeah, Ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a port style dessert wine by Black Ankles called Terra Dolce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just read the tasting notes here about it. I wish I could tell you a little bit more. And well, I, I, I will. read the tasting notes, so I'm going to give you my opinion on the port, but break that down first. All right. All right. The tasting notes are aromas of licorice, cinnamon, and brown sugar mm. are followed by flavors of blackberry, cranberry, and almond in this barrel-aged port-style dessert wine. Mm. That's all, folks. Okay. Well, one thing I can tell you, though, and I was talking about it earlier, mm. I've had a lot of different ports. This one doesn't seem as sweet as other ports before. That's kind of why I kind of said that it was like <clears throat> pretty much dry. But what what I love about it, though, is that it is very smooth. And what they said about it, I agree 100% with it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is on point. Yeah. Black Ankle is all that. Yeah. They they do a fantastic job of what they what they do. And they're, that's- they're like a tribe called Quest. Look, you, we, 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 we've been getting Q-tip. <laughs> on the mic at first, but now that we've heard five dog drop like this particular port and some other ones, right? You're like, yo, they are very good at what right. they like to do. Right. One thing that I like about Ed and Sarah, what they do, and I, you know, I'm sure a lot of winemakers attempt to do this. They just happen to be successful in doing it. They don't put out any wines that aren't good, and 
trust me, they make some wands that they don't put out because they're not up to their standard. And they will just try something, perfect it, put it out. Like right now, I don't know if you can buy this mm. at Black Ankle. Now they'll make it again, mm-hmm. but I think they sold out of this and I don't, and I don't think they have any. So they're not just, you know, pumping stuff out just because they can sell it. You know what I mean? Right, right. If it's right. not right, they're not going to sell <clears throat> right, it. And right. I appreciate that. I'm with, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, this would be good probably with a cigar. You're the cigar smoker. Look, look, I'm telling Cass a Patron 64 would be perfect with this. A nice Maduro, mm-hmm. Cass would love this. Mm-hmm. Trust me. And because that's what I'm going to have with the later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen, if you ever have a chance, if you're listening and you're in the DC metro area, or if you plan to visit and you want to go down to wine country, go check out Virginia wine country. But if you're in Maryland, go to Mount Airy, to Black Ankle Vineyard and see. Now, I don't want to speak too soon. So I'm not saying if you're a port fan, mm. I'd call them first because if they have it, you need to try it. But yeah, I definitely would. I would make sure that, especially once again, I, I think we need to have an event at Black Ankle. Yeah, we will. Cigar, cigar event because this particular port, what from what I know, a ton of cigar smokers would love to have this. Okay. Well, but, you know what? We'll get, I'll get together. We'll find a cigar shop or something that wants to go out there and, and uh, do something. All right. You, do you have one? Oh, yeah. 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 I got, I got a couple of cigar okay. shops. I mean, I, everybody knows me. All right. There you go. There you go. That's what I said. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to Ed. You get the cigars, and we'll do it. All right, cool. I got that covered. All right, let's get back to the show. All right. So, were there any main themes or something that you, a thread that you saw that ran through this episode that you wanted to Well, what, what, what I started seeing in this particular episode is uh, basically Avon's uh, way that he basically PRs himself with the community with this particular game game day and all of that mm-hmm. you really start to see more of avon and how he kind of wants to position himself within the drug game yeah with other people so <clears throat> that's what i saw with this episode yeah well one thing i saw with this episode and you'll see it throughout the series mm. is it's almost what they say concentric circles that they do is that we started out on the west side in the pit mm-hmm. and what we do is we're going out we're finding the world is larger like we're now we're over on the east side. That's a very good point, man. And we're yeah. bringing in all the politicians. See, now it's going, it's 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 rippling out, right. and we're seeing that all this is connected. Mm. It's it could it's easy, and I think it's lazy and easy, and too, far too often our society wants to make it this way, to put the hood in the hood. Like that's a whole different. It's not connected. They're showing to the connection in the larger picture, right? That this yeah. is a whole big quilt. This is a fabric. Yeah, especially when you look at the game. You're right. looking at not, we've been talking about the west side, mm-hmm. but what about the east side? You remember how Carver was like when they pulled up to the game? He was like, yeah, my east side people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You're starting to see it beyond. Look, you got Day Day in this episode. Right. You mentioned the Clay Davis, and we're right. looking at what, I mean, yeah. You, right. You're and, starting to see it beyond just, just that area. Right. And one of the things that I think Ed Burns and David Simon do very well that I don't think enough people paid attention to except for people who are big fans of the show or know better, is that I think they were trying to shine a light on the fact that none of this could exist in a vacuum. Like, 
we the hood doesn't exist because you got a bunch of hooligans there are, down yeah, there. There are there are factors that make this happen. That make this happen. Mm, there are factors. Yeah, you're right. It's that about that, that. perpetuated happening, not just make. You know, mm. they want it to be this way because it could be different. It, exactly, I agree with you hundred percent on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you really, you know what? You really see that with this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to see it in the series, but you, this episode is when it starts really rippling out. We really start seeing all the layers, and also that's part of the. Uh, I think the the proposition, so, Joe. I mean, that's that right there. Him coming out and you realizing the game. You say, okay. This fool with this, <laughs> with this, with this suit on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, you know, <laughs> part of the part of. The, I'm like this big cat out of here with this damn suit on. Yeah, you're right. You gotta be hot, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be hot. Gotta be hot. But the other the thing, I, the other thing I like that this series does, it sort of knocks down, is that if you just looked at everyone in that gate, put it that way. Mm-hmm. In the the gate of the basketball game, mm-hmm. and he said, "Pick out the guy who runs the west side, and pick out the guy that runs the east side." You might have picked Avon, you might have. Yeah, you probably picked Stringer, yeah. but you definitely wouldn't have picked Prop Joe. No, nah, you wouldn't. <laughs> you, you really wouldn't. Have. It not. I mean, it knocks down stereotypes, or yeah, or just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. very easy, classic. Straight out of central casting type of people. He's the type of guy that's always going to throw you off because he knows what you're expecting from that, Mm -hmm. but he's not going to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So I I like that about this series. All right. Let's get to some of these questions in the categories. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite scene in this one? I like the scene with, um, I like the scene with Herc and Carver sitting there watching the game. And uh, Bodie and Poot come up to him. Yeah, I I I, I, I like that bonding moment. I thought it was real cool. <laughs> I thought it was hip, but also it was very real because Carver they were getting all of them were getting into the game. Yeah, they were getting. They were like, okay, this is some. It's like everybody could relate to that. Right. Bragging and, rights. And but what did Bodie said, you on the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bodie said, you on the clock. Yeah. And he said, they said, then they replied, you on the clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so it was it was real cool. I. I I like that scene because it, it it really showed the human side. Yeah. To all of them. Mm. Yeah, that's what I liked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my favorite scene is soon after that. I just kind of liked the halftime little banter between Prop Joe and Avon. Oh, that was gorgeous. You that, know? That, that, that that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. You yeah. know, especially with uh, especially with Avon just going off on the suit and everything. Yeah. But but Prop Joe was like, yeah, I like your uh, ring and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like junior college played over such and such. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No problem. Mm-hmm. No. Then he was like, "This you want to up it?" Right. Yeah. And, and see, that's what Avon yeah. should have said. No. Yeah. He should have realized that he has something on him because then as soon as he said that, Prop Joe turned over to do hadn't even played the first half. Yeah, that's that's like, what I would I would have been like. I was like, nah, nah. You I said you you don't do that. But this is what Avon. This is why you realize they lost the past two years. Yeah, because yeah. he's a step ahead of Avon on yeah. this game. This is, Avon, This is the one weakness that Avon has. Yeah, because he's a baller. He plays yeah. basketball. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's all about the the game. So he's not going to be as sharp on on that aspect, especially because look at Prop Joe is not looking at playing ball. You can tell that. Yeah, but and how he, did? But how did? I mean, this is where Avon was slipping. Obviously, because he lost. Yeah. But. 
How did Avon not know who that guy was on the bench? How do you not know? I mean, because if it was somebody, this, let's just say it was. You know what? You got a point there. If it was. I, I would have recognized it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I agree with you on that aspect. Was he not paying attention? Was he so focused on that his guys were winning and doing that? But you you know what? You I, got a point. I mean, it's like he got we got Walt Williams you, over there and you're yeah, like, you're not gonna say nothing. But still though, you on the street though. You I mean, we talk about <laughs> street true. ball players. Yeah, that's true. And one plays, you should yeah. know who that cat is. Somebody. Yeah. I mean, and and if you I'm You know Avon, what? That's our that's our moment right there that's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> and if I'm Avon, that right okay, there is if, an if, unbelievable. If I'm moment. Avon, I'm turning the stringer. I'm turning to all my boys and saying, how did y'all not know who that guy was? Yeah. I mean, somebody got to know who that somebody, guy was. Somebody, we're slipping. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's like if like Allen Iverson was sitting there on the bench. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden. Yo, y'all didn't notice Allen? Well, yeah. man, he got his braids out. He got a yeah. fro. I don't know. I thought it was ludicrous. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. But it, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That right there for me. I agree yeah. with you on how you're not going to recognize him. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, because I would it's like having Skip to your Lou on my on right. bench, <laughs> right? And, you're, and like, you're not paying attention you're to. You're not him. paying attention, but you know, it was a good, it was a good plot. It point. was a good plot. It was yeah. good. It was yeah. it, it, it was good Device. for the proposition. Yeah, Joseph. it was good. Yeah, was he sitting on the bench with his head down the whole time? It was good, unless that guy. I mean, if he was like from out of town, maybe he's from DC or something like that but nah, they needed still, to say you that you still no 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 Howard, <laughs> you still going to know yeah that's you still true. anybody that's watching like the big 3 yeah. you watch and one tape yeah, you know true. who these cats are that's true that's true yeah these are the cats that you have that's true. that that didn't make it to the game because they couldn't keep the grades right in that's college true. but they own drugs or whatever I, that's true i yeah. will say i mean they, maybe it's it's not a good defense i agree with everything we've said i'm not going back on what i said however mm -hmm. at in 2002, one, two, in that area, it's not like quite like now. Like YouTube isn't what it is now. Mm -hmm. So you might have kind of an excuse. I mean, if I'm Avon, no one has an excuse. I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? We, we, I can kind of agree to that point. Yeah. But once again, Proposition Joe kind of like kills that when he says, yeah, I know who your cat is. Yeah, he knows You him. know, Junior Cause, he played yeah. over such and such. At Dunbar. He's at yeah, Dunbar. Yeah, he's yeah. at he, Dunbar. He's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, but, which, when we talk about Dunbar, that that right there is a, that right there is two episodes by themselves. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about oh, yeah. the, the squad that he had. Yeah. Those cats going to Georgetown, Muggsy going down to Wake Forest. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. That, that team right there, they haven't they haven't done them justice with the right thing with the right with the right documentary or the right the right film yet because what they did was incredible. Yeah, no, they they was a great team. Yeah. All right. Was anything besides what we just talked about with the basketball unbelievable? Tim. You know what? I I I can't nah. All right. Nah. Well, nah. I, I won't belabor it, I'll just say it one more time. When they dropped the drugs out to Omar is unbelievable to me. Not that they didn't drop him something, that they dropped him as much as they did is unbelievable. I, I'm just to looking me. at oh, these kids ain't gonna fuck with Omar, man. If it, like I said, if it been Bird or somebody else up in there, it been okay. Well, because remember, remember well, let me, Poop well, was left in charge of the pit. okay. Okay, well, let that's true. But let me say this then: if those kids are more scared of Omar than they are of Avon, there's a problem. 
and there is a problem because I believe that those kids are more scared of Omar. Obvious, no, no, you don't have to believe it. It's obvious they <laughs> it's are. It's obvious. Yeah, they are. No, obviously they are. And, and be willing to say, okay, we understand that. We but, can take that loss. But but like I said, I mean, I would have preferred, this is why it's unbelievable to me. It would have been, first thing, I think it's unrealistic they dropped it out, but let's just say they do. <laughs> I think it would have been more realistic if they had dropped out some and Omar looked at it and said, give me it all. I and, they dra- and they look, threw out I, some I, more. I, I totally agree with you. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree at all. I, I yeah. agree with 100%. Because they saying, dropped it all. I'm just saying they Omar got them shook. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Omar got them shook. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. They, they, Omar. I, I thought, I, honestly, man, me, I probably dropped it all out my damn self well, as well. They, <laughs> they need to go talk to Wallace about Brandon. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, do. they need to go talk to them and say, if you see Brandon, you better keep that that, that bag. And, I think, <laughs> and look, and, and, and look, I mean, they're like, okay, but also they're realizing that Wallace, you know, that, that, that Brandon got real fucked up and Omar's on a, he's on some revenge type shit on a serious bench. So. Yeah, well, I don't know if they know all that, but they, 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 Whatever it is, they must. Okay, you rather because whatever it is, they gave it up. Mm. They, I mean, I, I'm, I can't with, argue. I can't argue against. No hesitation. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the evidence is on your side, so yeah, I'm gonna leave yeah, it alone. No hesitation. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. all right. Who gets the Simon at a BC baddest dude on the tier MVP award? You know what? I'm gonna go with Proposition Joe. Oh, that's guy. You got it. I I, I got to go with Proposition Joe, yeah. man, because uh, you know you didn't see him coming, and yep. then as the episode goes further and you see how he's playing everything, you're yep. like, yo, this cat is on some next level shit. Yeah, so, and yeah. and yeah, he is he is quite. He's one of the few people we've seen so far in scenes with Omar hmm. who is like not sweating Omar at all. He's not sweating Omar in his crib at all. No, no, he looks at Omar for what he is. Yeah, and and he, and he looks at and, and he pays attention to what Omar's trying to get, and he looks at how it was going to affect him, right, or not affect him, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not a threat. Omar he, is not a threat at all. He's not a threat to him at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, that and Omar and Omar realizes this with him as well. Yeah, and he plays him just enough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, what's your what's your favorite line in this? Had a couple, but 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 it's when Avon after he listens to Stringer about the whole thing again, once again on how to play this with Omar. Mm-hmm. Avon says, "What are people going to say while we away?" Yeah. yeah, that that line right there says a lot. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what you're talking about. How you think Stringer is starting to slip a little bit yeah. on certain things, and how Avon is looking at every single thing that you have to, t- every single element. That yeah. you have to take into consideration yeah. on how we play this. Yeah. And, and I don't think that uh, Stringer has an answer to that. No. Yeah. And he no. doesn't. No. It's, it's, it, and they, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, it's been a while since I rewatched this, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you kind of have the benefit now of looking at him as being, he, Stringer is almost like he is Idris Elba, like, dude, grew up in London. I mean, I'm just saying, he doesn't act like he, un, he's from yeah. Baltimore. No, no, he's not from Baltimore. He's from Rockville. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way it seems. That's the way it seems. Because, I mean, I mean, because, seriously. Because Avon is like, dude, do you know that if we cut slack on anybody, they're going to start trying to rob us every 
thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, I mean, he, yeah, yeah, we can't we can't afford this. He said, you give me, a, it's like basically Avon presented that. Okay, yeah. you give me an answer to this that works. Yeah. If not, then I'm going after this motherfucker. Yeah, like. And, and I got a feeling we're going to talk about next week how he has to go after yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. Especially the way that this ended. I mean, yeah. oh, I mean, seriously, he took a swipe at him outside of Orlando's. Right. Yeah. 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 So he's like, now. Mm. Yeah. So On the real. Yeah, I liked the the line. I liked it. You mentioned it earlier. Was uh, during the game when my man looked at him with eighty five degrees in that suit. The Pat Riley. And look. Pat Riley. Yeah. <laughs> And then dude said that was that was number two for yeah, me. That was dress the role, be the role, motherfucker. Dress the role, be the role. I, <laughs> yeah. see, I see. Yeah, I was like, I said, like, okay, I like this cat. Yeah, I was but, like, yeah, yeah. He, he, I mean, that was that was real talk right there. Yeah, my man said he got a got the fake clipboard and everything. He said, he said, look, I'm just writing down the names of the honeys that I see in the stands. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm doing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Any uh, old school gear or anything you'd rock today? I, I just the old school gear in this is it, 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 not necessarily old school. It was just my wife said she loved the way that Avon was sporting the t-shirt <laughs> with the shades and yeah. the hat and the visor. No, yeah, 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 yeah. That at that, the that, at that, the game at the game that yeah. was dope. Yeah, yeah. But 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 also there, there there's a I don't know if it's it's not necessarily a line. But there was a scene that was also like my favorite in this episode. That? And, and that's when Daniels and they were trying to follow uh, Avon and mm. he realized he was being followed. Right. And when he pulled out and he and he, and he and Avon just gave them the the Dikembe Mutombo. Right. I I love that. It just right. shows you that I take that scene and you look at how McNulty was able to follow Avon. Right. But right. you can't. I'm in. I'm in a stringer. Right. But you can't follow Avon right. like you can stringer. Right. Right. You know. Right. But still, I mean, I'm telling you, I still. Who were the cops who were working the West Side before? Avon, as as smart as he is, mm -hmm. how has he been a ghost until now? That's what I'm saying. Why did they have to go back and get a freaking Golden Gloves? The, uh, poster to know anybody who even looked like him. It just seems he like blends him. in, man. Look no, at no, I understand that, yeah, but, but it just, just seems saying. like if you were a cop who were working that beat or had some 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 CIs down there, something. Well, let's look at it, man. He doesn't do what the normal drug dealers are I'm, doing. I'm not. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, okay. I understand that. But he's down there. He's this at the game that everyone's at at least once a year, mm. and. I mean, you know, like I said, he walked in slow motion in the <laughs> in the pit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not exactly invisible. I mean, he's not around, but right, right. It just seems it's just it just seems uh, for me hard for me. For to me, believe. he he's a chameleon. He really right. blends in. Well, he does. He, he does. He, 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 he he's not flashy. In. You're he's right. Not flashy. He blends in. He does what a normal brother would do, and, and right. it, it just comes off for him. Yeah, it he's does. Just, he's just able to do it. Yeah, it but I, I don't disagree with you on when you're breaking that down. It does. So. Yeah, he's yeah. not flashy. But what was that? He was driving, what, a Navigator? 
No, the excursion. Excursion. He, was yeah, the, yeah, he yeah. drove the big boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like he that got big ass excursion. It wasn't like Shorty got into a Honda and drove it, off. It, it wasn't like he got, it wasn't like stringing into that old Honda Civic. Yeah, and yeah, all. yeah. He yeah. got into a big <laughs> ass excursion. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so he just got stick out there. So, so, so they, they they just not putting two and two together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Any I any mean, excursion? I mean, damn. It was any any music at all? Uh, no, no, really wasn't any music in this one. It was like the last episode. Yeah. But 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 you do like the 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 theme and the music that they were playing during the game. Kind of made you think about above the rim. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's probably it right there. Yeah. Anything we missed? Anything else? You know what? Uh, we, yeah. we we the only thing we probably didn't really talk more about is how Lester was talking about how to pull the corporate information when he was breaking that down, Presbulewski and and talking to Strand how how they needed to do that and and they were like, okay, what do I do if, while Presbulewski is doing that? He said, well, you do this, right? And and, and all of it, I'm sitting, there, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All of that makes sense. I just thought that was dope how he's really showing them how you follow the money. Yeah, he was showing them that. And that yeah, was that was the last thing Daniels wanted to be talking about. And, and yeah. that's yeah, they were like, Oh gosh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 But no, that is a good scene. That is a good scene. All right. Well, look, we've come to the part of the show we think is the most important. We want you to reach out to us mm-hmm. if you would. Our email addresses are in the show notes. So I'm not going to take a lot of time spelling them out like I used to. <laughs> Just go down to the show notes of whatever platform you access this uh, podcast that, that on. That sounds like a cop out, man. It is, <laughs> and uh, and and go uh, and go look at it. There's uh, you can get couch at vinoandconvo.com or fletch at vinoandconvo.com. All right. And uh, or you can reach us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at at vinoconvo. Excellent. Uh, if you know of a brewery or a winery in the D.C. metro area that you'd like us to highlight on the show, please let us know. We'd, be, we'd love to do that. If you live outside the D.C. metro area and you want to send us a bottle of something that you'd like us to talk about on the show, we would love for that to happen. Please reach out to us and we'll make that happen. All right. And if you want to come on the show, we would love that the most. So please reach out and we will find a way to make that happen if you're a Wire fan or you like adult beverages. Yep. Anything else? Hey, that's it, my man. We're just looking forward to having them on the show soon. Okay. All right. All right we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Y'all stay safe out there. Wear a mask. <laughs> Please do. And we'll talk to you soon. Well.